Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. So, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. Today, I'm here with Sean Emery. Sean, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm Sean Emery. I guess that's my name, and uh, one of the owners of Old City CrossFit here in Washington, D.C. Well, cool. Well, that's that's brief. That's that's pretty <laughs> chill. So, so Sean, why don't you um, tell us a little bit more about Old City and how you came to own the gym? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, own the own the gym with uh, with my sister, my older sister, actually. Um, and I guess it, I guess it all starts back to when we started CrossFit. You know, I guess every gym owner, I guess, does CrossFit at some point before they own a gym. <laughs> typically, uh, typically that's yeah, how it happens. <laughs> works. So, um, uh, Aaron and I both, our older sister's name is Aaron. We both went to the Naval Academy. She was three years ahead of me. So she graduated, went Marines. I graduated, went submarines, uh, submarines. And, uh, and so, you know, we both swam in college, were competitive swimmers our whole life and, you know, super active. And then I joined the submarine community and fell gloriously out of shape. Uh, she became a Marine and continued being in great shape because that's what Marines do. Um, and then we both kind of, uh, she got out of the military and then I transferred off my boat and I was stationed out in San Diego for a shore tour. And I just felt like garbage. I felt like crap. I I hadn't worked out in a long time. You know, it's been years since I was was swimming. So the whole like trip across country, I was like, I'm going to work out. I can't wait to work out. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to change my life. This is going to be great. Before I got an apartment, before, you know, before anything, the first thing I did was like search for a gym. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get in shape. And I, and at that point I had no idea what CrossFit was or what it was all about. And really, uh, the only gym near where I was working was this, this CrossFit gym. I was like, all right, well, I'll go check this thing out go check it out. The workout with Cindy wrecked my life. And it was uh, the best experience I've ever had. And as I'm like walking away, like 30 minutes after I like catch my breath and I'm like walking away, I call my sister. I was like, you'll, you'll never believe what, what, what I just did. I found this great workout thing. And she was like, is it CrossFit? And I was like, what? How, how'd you know about this? I found it. She was like, no, I, I did that too this morning. And, it, and so we both kind of like discovered CrossFit totally independently on like the exact same day, which was, which was pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, and then we just started doing it and it, it wasn't long before we got our, we, we have two little sisters, it wasn't long before our little sister started doing it. And then, you know, our parents started doing it. And then every time we, we met up with our family, you know, reunions or whatever, like holidays or, or whenever you meet up with your family, it was just CrossFit all the time. That's all we talked about. <laughs> Dang, it, so your whole family's involved. Yeah. 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 Now that, now that the gym's open, the whole family's involved in, in more ways than one. Um, but yeah, we, we, we just discovered the passion for CrossFit and we saw what it did to ourselves. We wanted to share it with our family. We saw what it did to our family. And then from that point on, it was just, you know, like when you find something that's great, that's something that works really, really well for you, you want to tell as many people about it as you can. So, um, so we just sort of took that passion that we have for CrossFit and we just continued it. You know, she was doing CrossFit here in DC for the whole time I was out in San Diego and then when I when I left San Diego, I got out of the Navy and I was coming back cross country. And, you know, of course, like I find a CrossFit gym, I joined the gym and it, it was sort of so when I was I came, I came, uh, went out to San Diego in like 2008. So CrossFit was still very new, uh, pretty raw. I think that was the first year of the open or right around when the like the open was just starting. And so, you know, three years later, CrossFit was 
pretty developed and pretty, you know, mature thing. And so when I was coming across country, you know, I was like, I'm going to join a gym. This is going to be great. And, um, I just couldn't find a gym that had like that same magic as CrossFit Coronado, which was the gym that I, you know, did, uh, found CrossFit in. And, you know, so I kind of went from one gym to another gym and I just couldn't find, couldn't find the gym that, that had that same magic. And there was nothing wrong with these gyms that I was members of. They were just not what I was looking for, not the same. And so that coupled with just an immense frustration with my day job and Aaron, uh, older sister was the same way, like kind of hated her day job. We just started talking about opening up a gym, like, Hey, why don't we just create a gym that we like? And then it kind of started off as a joke, like, Oh man, like a dream, like, Oh, one day we'll do this. Like, and it, it just became more and more real. And then, uh, eventually we just started, like, we started making business plans we started like really getting down into it. And then I don't know when it clicked, but at some point it went from a dream to like, Holy crap, this is happening. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so I guess it just sort of, it's, it started with a passion of CrossFit and you know, it kind of continued into, we felt like DC kind of had this void for the type of gym that we were looking for. Um, yeah. So I guess that's kind of how we started. So what is that type of gym and that, that magic that you were looking for? Have you, have you created that magic again? I mean, I hope so. I, I don't know. I think I'll have to ask, ask some of the people in my gym. I, I mean, we, we try to. Um, yeah. So I guess like going back to CrossFit Coronado, like I was, it was this little hole in the wall, like, like literally a garage gym in the back of an alley, hard to find. And I mean, I was, I was walking by the gym just to try to check it out. And like, I'll never forget this guy, like straight up stopped his workout like came out because he saw that I was like peering in. He was like, hey, what's going on? I'm Dave. And I mean, now that I'm doing CrossFit all the time, like, yeah, I'm looking for any excuse I can to stop my workout and introduce myself to somebody. So I get it now. But I mean, it was just that kind of that kind of mentality where it's like, oh, like we're so inviting. We're so welcoming. And, you know, at the time, the movements look super intense and like really, uh, really crazy. So it was nice to be so welcome and inviting. So I went in there and then before I knew it, everyone was introducing themselves to me. Everybody knew my name and I just felt like this was my home and it was really cool. And then like being in the Navy, I would, I would go out to sea for a couple weeks. And I remember the first time I went out to sea, I was gone for two weeks. I came back. I had like 10 missed text messages, a couple voicemails. And this wasn't the owner calling me. This was like my friends, you know? And I was like, man, this is magical. And then, um, you know, CrossFit evolved, CrossFit changed a little bit. I got out here to DC and I didn't necessarily feel that sense of community. I didn't feel that, that connection with the people next to me. And so when we started Old City, our mission was to, you know, really put community first. And, you know, our, our mission at Old City is to prepare you for life. And um, part of that is just creating a community of people who really genuinely care about each other. And, you know, if I don't see you in the gym for a week, I, I miss you. Like, I, where have you been? <laughs> Like, this is where I get to see you. Please come back. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's it's much bigger than, I mean, obviously, like every business you need, you know, you need people to come back or whatever, but it's much bigger than just that. Like it's, it's, you develop these intense personal relationships with people and when they leave for a week, you genuinely miss them. Like you miss their, their, their impact in your life. And so... You know, we've we've tried to create a, a gym at Old City where, you know, we're creating these like deep personal connections with people and we're, you know, really involved in people's lives and care about people and, you know, where we try to put our, you know, our members, whatever that means, our people first, like our community first, and we try to like do everything possible for them. And 
yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what we try to create. And, you know, I think as the owner, you always like, you always see where you're falling short. <laughs> um, but I think, I think in general, we're doing a really good job um, of that mission. And, and, and the word community gets thrown around so much. You know, every CrossFit gym talks about community. So I guess my question for you is, like, how would you define community at Old City? Like, what does your community look like um, at your gym for your business? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And, and I, I agree. It's, it's become one of those words that almost loses its meaning because it's used so much. Um, you know, I think community starts with, with yourself, like community for, for old city starts with, you know, with me and Aaron, like we sat together and we were like, man, what is, what is our mission? Like, what is, what is it that we're passionate about? What is it that we, that we want old city to do, to be, to exist for? Like, what is our why? Like what drives us? And the answer to that question, you know, has nothing to do with the CrossFit games. It has nothing to do with placing people in regionals. Like all of that's great. That's just not me. That's not Aaron. That's not who we are. Like we, we are the gym that, that prepares you for life. You know, like we want you to be ready, you know, so if your buddy calls you and like, Hey, let's go skiing this weekend that you don't have to train for that. Or you don't have to worry about blowing out your ACL that you're ready for that. You know, if, if you want to climb mountains, if you want to just play with your kids all day and, and not be tired, if you want to like whatever, whatever it is that your life looks like, we want you to be ready for that. And, you know, it started by, living that ourselves like this is what we were using crossfit for like I, I think i started the open every year and got a workout or two into it and then it was like uh skiing in san diego or you know whatever 13.4 like, no I'm, I'm skiing you know oh, like this, you didn't choose 13.4 that's what i would have done <laughs> that's right yeah i don't even know if there was a 13. <laughs> um and so like the community starts with yourself. It starts with your vision. It starts with what, what you view CrossFit as what, you know, like if, if, for, like if you started a, a CrossFit gym to, to get rich, like I, first off, I, I think that's terrible because I, I, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> um, you start, you start a business, you start a gym because it's something that you truly believe in and you want to share that with as many people as you can. And so, our mission is to prepare people for life. And so we just try to infuse that into everything that we do and everything that we that we have in our whole existence as a gym. And from that, you get people who identify with that mission. And the more people who identify with your mission, then the, the bigger your community is around a central cause. So, you know, like it would be weird if there was a regional competitor in my gym, like it, it just wouldn't feel right. I mean, not nothing wrong with that person. Like that person's probably great, but I'm probably not the best gym for that person, you know? And so part of part of what we what we do is we try to like clearly communicate the type of gym we are, our vision of CrossFit, and we want people to either identify with it or not identify with it because our community is built around people who identify with it. And um, yeah, so I guess that's I guess that's how we view our community, how we build a community and, and how we try to, I don't know. That's, 
that's our community. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and I think sometimes that's hard to admit that, like, you can't be the the one and only for everyone. You know, like you said, like, the regional athletes, it probably isn't my gym that they should come to. Like, we, we have this certain mission, and that's what we're sticking to, and those are the type of people that we're reaching. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I say this all the time, like, like I truly believe that Old City CrossFit, like, that my gym, that our gym will work for anybody. Like it will, like I, I believe it will, but I don't believe that everybody will work for our gym. You know, like I don't believe everybody will come into our gym and be like, this is my spot, this is for me. Like I know, I know that what we have to offer will help everybody, help anybody. But people, you know, people are gonna come in and they're gonna say like, oh, you know, like I want, you know, I want more competition, I want more intensity, I want more of this, I want more of that, or, you know, like, th that's great. There's other gyms that offer that and, and you should check those places out. Like I want people who come into Old City and be like, ah, this is my home. This is where I belong. Like, where has this been all my life? Because those are the people that, that build great community. And, you know, CrossFit's becoming so big and so awesome and so great. And I, I truly believe that there's, you know, like uh, a million different community, like micro communities within the CrossFit world for everybody. You know, there's the CrossFit gym like us, we prepare you for life. There's going to be gyms that are strictly for, you know, like super intense competitors and there's going to be gyms for powerlifters and gyms for gymnastics. And, you know, there's just going to be so many different places for people to go. It's, it's going to be great. And, you know, I think it all starts with you, the owner, you know, or you, the owner team or, you know, whoever it is that's opening the gym. You need to have a, a crystal clear vision as to what 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 you believe, what your passion is, and then try your best to communicate that to as many people as possible. Yeah. Well, I think that even goes back to the fact that a lot of times you'll have gyms within, you know, less than five miles of each other, but they're all thriving entities because they reach, they have different things and different people that come to them and it's just totally. crazy. Totally. I mean, here in DC, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty compact city, but you know, like we, we opened, we're the first gym in Northeast DC, which is fine, whatever we, we did well when we opened. And then I think three or four months later, CrossFit DC, like the big CrossFit DC opened five blocks away. And my sister and I were like, oh no, this is going to be terrible. This is the worst thing ever. And they opened and it was kind of like, oh, well, we're still here. We're still. We're okay. <laughs> and, and they're a great gym, you know, like they're five blocks away. They're a great gym. It's a beautiful space. They're, they're, they do a lot of things really, really well. They're just not us, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we're not them. And I think it. I think them opening forced us to be more about, you know, more about our mission and less about trying to make everybody happy or this and that. Like, no, we, this is what we stand for. This is who we are. And this is, you know, we want you to be a part of this if this, if you identify with it. And if not, I want you to go check out CrossFit DC. I want you to go check out district. I want you to go to all the gyms in DC and find the one that you identify with and that you're passionate about. Because at the end of the day, if your gym doesn't fire you up to live a more badass life, then what's the point of going there, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. So how would you go about maybe describing your membership? Is there any, like, way you could describe them or, like, who it is that comes to your gym? Yeah, just awesome people. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, if you're awesome and you live in D.C., you should probably join my gym. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think <clears throat> I think in general DC kind of has a younger like a young professional type vibe. I mean, we have we have, you know, like real young kids like straight out of college. I think some are even still in college, like young 20, 21, 22-year-olds. 
And we have a, a couple people in their 60s and everywhere in between. You know, we have parents who are, you know, young families, parents of little older families. We have yeah, just everything. And so I, I don't really think, I don't really think there is just one demographic, you know, as far as like, we get people of this type into this gym. No, we get, we get people who identify with our mission. You know, like most, most of the people who, you know, come to our gym are people who identify with this, this concept of being prepared for life, you know, working out to, to be better outside the gym, not to be better inside the gym. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like if, like, yeah, I mean, the way that I see CrossFit, like I'm, I'm tracking my wonder at maxes, you know, this and that. But if, if I got, I don't know, like if I did a five minute friend two months ago or six months ago, and then I did a six minute friend today, like, uh, I'm not losing sleep over it. You know, like when, when Aaron and I were swimming competitively, we would train an entire year, an entire season to drop a 10th of a second to drop, you know, like a minuscule amount of time in some, you know, arbitrary event. And that was our world, five hours a day. This is what we live for, what we breathe for. And, and that's just, that's not what we are now, you know, like work out a couple times a week, three, four times a week. That's great. You know, we're going to be in shape. We're going to be ready for our life. We're going to look good. We're going to feel good. And we're going to go out and conquer the world, you know, do what, do what we need to do. Um, and so that's, that's our demographic. You know, like our, dem our demographic is, is not like age or, or race or sex or anything like that. Like our demographic is like how people identify. It's a personality demographic. Yeah, I know. It's more, like you said, it's more a demographic based on your mission versus maybe a typical uh, labeling of a demographic, I guess would probably be yeah. to say it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to, you know, like if there's, if, if there's a, if there's a 90-year-old woman who wakes up tomorrow and is like, man, I need to be better prepared for life. I want her in my gym. You know, like my gym will work for her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how we, it's how we do it. And that's how we try to, try to, you know, make decisions for our gym through that, through that lens. Yeah. So, you know, like every decision we try to think like, is this, is this promoting our mission or detracting from our mission? And then just, you know go that way. Mm -hmm. But I guess, so with some of these demographics, so you might have to have some special considerations, special, um, you know, focuses or, or ways to coach or such. And one specifically um, is one I wanted to talk to you about. Um, and that was, I believe CrossFit, it, it was a video produced by CrossFit in 2014. And that got a lot of hits on uh, YouTube. And that was, I think, one of the ways that I found you guys yeah. was through that video. I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about that and that demographic uh, that's so special to your community. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think this is a really good point. It's a, it's a good specific point. So the, the video was about our, our relationship with the deaf community. We're, our gym is two blocks away from Gallaudet University, which is a deaf university in on that, on that campus, there's a deaf high school and there's a deaf elementary school. And so DC really has a, a thriving and really big deaf community in DC. And so, you know, I mentioned before, we were the first gym to open in Northeast DC. And so I think right when we opened so close to Gallaudet, there was just lots of, you know, interest in, in CrossFit, like, oh, what's CrossFit all about? And so when we, when we started, we probably had 10 or 20, you know, deaf members sign up and, you know, a couple of them in emails be like, Hey, I'm deaf. Just by the way, just wanted to give you a heads up. And some of them didn't. And, and so, you know, early on we, we realized that, Oh man, this is, this is interesting. Like neither my sister nor I knew sign language or really anything. And so, um, 
so yeah, I think you know you start off with with what your mission is, preparing you for life, and then within your within your community, you're going to have all different types of people identify with that. You know, so our community happens to be you know like probably more densely populated with deaf people than most communities, and so we got a lot of deaf people who identified with being prepared for life. Like obviously, you know, like of course. <laughs> And so we all want to be prepared. Exactly. And so at that point, it just, you know, like it's, it's about giving as many people access to your mission as possible. Right. So, okay, we're going to have some, we're going to have some deaf people in our classes. So man, we better buy a couple more whiteboards. We better, you know, over communicate on the board so that we can point in the middle of a class instead of having to, you know, write things down or, you know, motion or whatever. And then, you start coaching and, you know, for the first probably six months or so, I was coaching the noon class every single day. And, and in the noon class, we had a lot of professors who worked at Gallaudet, which was amazing because it's some of the best, you know, sign language minds and some of the best minds in the world in my class. And, you know, you start with the basics, you start with your ABCs, some numbers, you learn some general, like, Hey, good work, keep going. And then, you know, it was just my goal to have a conversation in sign language with every person every day. And then, you know, it went from like, hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. To like genuinely saying like, Hey, how was your weekend? Oh, your weekend was good. That's really cool. I'm excited. Got big plans. And then, you know, conversations just evolve and you learn to communicate through communication. You know, like, uh, I think, I think right when we were opening the gym, I remember watching like a couple YouTube videos, like, Oh, how do I learn sign language? No, it's, I, learn nothing from that. You learn from, you know, you learn from engaging the community, you learn from, you know, kind of not being an asshole, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, I want to, I want to learn as much about anybody who comes into my gym as possible. And that's, that's the thing about, about like, I guess who Aaron and I are and who our gym is as people, like we, we are genuinely passionate about whatever it is that you're passionate about. You know, like we have, like one of our, one of our members is in a, like a local DC band and it's awesome. And so, you know, we kind of set up events and try to go to see his band perform and that's really cool. Or, you know, like deaf members, you know, like we try to communicate in sign language. We teach our hearing members sign language, like, Hey, nice to meet you. Or, you know, whatever it takes. I think it's just about, you know, you set, you set what your, what your mission is. And then whoever comes into that community, you just try your best, you know, like, Deaf people don't expect you to be fluent in sign language the day you show up, but they, they do expect you to try. And just like anybody, you know, like if somebody came in who didn't speak English, man, like they spoke Spanish or whatever, like you'd probably try to learn Spanish or try to find a way to communicate with them because, you know, most people aren't assholes. And, and that's, that's just what we try to be, like try to be good to everybody and try to give everybody everything we have, 100% all the time to every single person who comes in the gym and and that's that's old city and and honestly that's most gyms yeah so, yeah no, i don't know if that answers your question no that does <laughs> and i'm just kind of curious about um like the logistics behind uh running a, a class with uh deaf members in it i'm just curious about like what you know special considerations or it, i mean how have your coaches like you said a, they've started to learn sign language as well yeah yeah, yeah um yeah a lot of my coaches are learning sign language. There's, you know, a couple who are like better than me at sign language. One in particular, this girl Jen, like she lived with some deaf people for a while and it's, it's just great. Like, you know, you, you, you create this community and it's, it's amazing. And, um, 
I guess the way, you know, how it, how it translates to, to coaching a class, um, you know, hearing people you can connect to sort of passively, like I can have a group of hearing people and I'd be like, Hey, what's up everybody? How was your weekend? And then 10 people here and like maybe one or two communicate. Exactly. Uh, right. Nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Um, but like when you're working with, like if there's a deaf person in the class, you, you have to make a point to go and have a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on, uh, depending on who the, who the person is, you know, so there's some deaf people with limited vision, you have to position them in the class to be right in front of you. And so if I'm, if I'm teaching a class, if I'm coaching a class that has, you know, a deaf person, two deaf person, I'll try to put them in front of me and I'm communicating orally to the class but I'm looking at them and I'm making eye contact with the deaf people to make sure that they are understanding what I'm saying. And like I slow the class down because obviously I can't sign and I can't teach through sign language as quickly as I can teach, you know, through English. Um, But, you know, when you develop an awesome community, the community understands, you know, it's not like everybody's sitting around like, Oh gosh, class was so slow today. Like I can't believe I'm never coming to that. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and then, and then honestly, like, you know, new coaches come in who maybe not, who who maybe aren't better signers. Like it's, it's almost a blessing to, to not be allowed to use your voice because it forces you to use like probably better coaching techniques, you know, like demonstration more, like use your kind of nonverbal cues and I think it forces you to be a more well-rounded coach and it forces you to like, especially if you're teaching through sign language, you need to communicate quickly and effectively. And so you need to make sure that you're saying the right thing. You know, a lot of new coaches, I think they, they want to tell you everything they know about the squat and then watch you squat. You're you know, like, I can't process all of that. <laughs> right. So it just forces you to, to kind of be a better coach, honestly. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just a fun challenge and it's, it's really, it's really cool. I like it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even what you're saying is just a really kind of a neat testament to what CrossFit is because CrossFit is so adaptable, scalable, you're able to modify it. And it sounds like your community is so adaptable as well. And it's almost like reflecting CrossFit in that way because it's like adapted to who you guys are as a gym and how your demographics have come together and grown together. Yeah, totally. And, and that's the thing, like when, when you put, like when you put a flag in the sand that says, this is what I stand for, like we prepare you for life, then that, that has no limits. You know, like my little sister Meg started working for us and she is amazing with kids. Amazing. Like the best kids coach in the world, hands down, she's (laughs) great with kids. So like naturally, like she's, she's coaching with us now, like kids need to be prepared for life. So we started a kids program and we're in a lot of different uh, after school programs and she's like grown this huge thing to change kids' lives. It's fantastic. We got, um, <clears throat> you know, we, with, with the deaf, with the deaf campus, like we, we started working with their, their high school after school programs and me and that, that girl Jenna was talking about, we coach uh, a high school class totally in ASL and neither of us are fluent at ASL or, um, you know, but, but we're passionate about this and the kids are passionate about it. And, and, you know, Meg and I, my little sister, we started coaching, uh, uh, swim lessons at, at Kendall, the elementary school, the deaf elementary school, and we're coaching swim lessons in sign language. And like two years ago, if you would have told me that I'd be coaching like high school class in sign language, swim lessons, like that's crazy, (laughs) but that's, but that's the power. Like when you're so committed to what your mission is, 
you'll stop at nothing to spread what, you know, what that mission, you know, gives to people, you know, like, like deaf kids, hearing kids, you know, everybody, everybody deserves a chance to be prepared for life, to be, you know, to, to jump on the bandwagon of awesomeness that, that we're, that we're, that we're doing and that we live for. And, and that's the diversity of CrossFit. The diversity of CrossFit is that, you know, you can, you could plant a flag in the sand and everyone who identifies with that mission is welcome regardless. I like, I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. I don't care anything about you. The only thing I care about is, you know, are you, are you into this? Like, are you going to try? Are you going to show up? Are you going to work hard? Like, that's what I want. I want those people and those people identify with our mission and, you know, like we'll stop at nothing to connect with those people. And, and that's, you know, that's what we, that's what we're trying to do. You know, like whether it's, you know, kids, whether it's, deaf, whether it's, you know, older people, whether it's younger people, doesn't matter. Like come to old city, we'll prepare you for life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So how do you go about educating the community about your guys's mission, about what you're trying to do? Is there anything specific that you do? Or is it like you said, getting involved in these different after school uh, organizations and events and things like that? But how do you go about educating your surrounding community? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good question. I think it's, you know, I think like any, like anything you lead by example first. So we try to just be, be what we want to be, you know, like be the gym that we want to be. And, you know, I think it's, it's very like subtle things. I think, you know, we, we make it a point to try to do things outside the gym. Like if we do do like competition stuff in the gym, it's not like your traditional competition with like heats and lanes and scaled and RX. Like we had a, we had a huge blizzard, uh, whenever the huge blizzard came in a couple months ago. Um, and we have a guy who works at a, at a local brewery. He brought in a couple of, you know, kegs filled with water and we did like some keg snatch, keg carry burpee workout. We just invited everyone to the gym and do like a quick six minute workout and then drink beer and get to know everybody, you know, like that's, like that's the type of stuff we do. Like on President's Day, uh, we actually do a charity to raise money for the uh, model secondary school for the deaf, the deaf high school on the Gaeta campus. We do a President's Day walk. Like we're here in D.C., probably more presidential statues than any other city in the world. And we just walk from our gym. We walk to like all the major presidential monuments and statues in D.C. And it's like a 13 mile walk. And we just we walked and it's in the middle of February. It's freezing and it's pretty miserable. Um <laughs> But that's what we do, you know, like we get outside of the gym and apply our fitness. And that's one thing that we're trying to do a lot better at, you know, like organize ski trips or white water rafting or just get people out of the gym to apply their fitness. Because what's the what's the point? Like, what's the point of like, like, who cares if your friend time? I mean, if if you're competing, like, that's great. Like, I do care that your friend time is dropped by a minute. That's really impressive. But for me, like that, I don't. Like, I don't really care. Like, are, are you, are you here all the time? Are you having fun? Are you, you know, super committed to this? And, and then let's go outside and use it. Like, let's go play croquet in the park. Let's go play ultimate Frisbee. Let's go play basketball. Let's go use our fitness, apply our fitness and just live a more awesome life, you know? And that's, I've totally forgot what the question is, but that's what we live for. <laughs> no, no, it's great. But but you had said like like that's one thing that you guys are trying to get better at is you yeah, know totally. doing those things. But so what has been what have been the challenges in the past to um, you know bringing your CrossFit out into the community and doing things like that? Like have there been specific hurdles you've overcome or even lessons that you've learned in trying to educate the community and get involved in the community? Yeah, um, you know you gotta you gotta have a great 
product first. Like your CrossFit has to be great. Like your gym has to be great. You have to have great coaches. You have to have great programming. You have to have a great environment, a great community. Like you have to look inside first. Inside has to be great before you can expand and do more great things. And so I think probably early on, um, you know, we thought our we thought our gym was great and we started to expand and then we realized it it wasn't great. It was just okay. It was average. It was it was mediocre. And so, you know, we went back and focused on making the gym great, like making every single class a great experience, making every single class great, making the programming great, making literally every single thing we do great inside the gym. And now we have, you know, we have an awesome team. We brought on, you know, this guy, Tony, who's working, you know, who's like managing the gym and, you know, helping us out in so many different areas. We have like... Our, our coach, this other coach, Jen, who's like, she works out uh, like the morning coach. She runs our coaches training. We just have an awesome, awesome team. And that team is, is keeping everything running really, really great. And then once you have everything running really, really great, then it's, it's a lot easier to step out and say, okay, now let's, let's add some complexity to this. Our gym is going great. Everyone's having a great experience, but now let's add to that. Let's do something outside the gym. Let's, you know, let's, let's put together a running club or, you know, like we have this coach Jason who, who has a shot put. And so like, you know, we all went out like a couple of us through the shot put for a while. Like that was, it was a ton of fun. Um, and so, but, but you can't, you can't expand on your mission unless you're doing the core things really, really great. And so I guess that was our biggest challenge at the beginning is, you know, kind of getting, getting too big for our britches and having to go back and refocus on the basics. And now I feel like we're starting to do the basics really, really good. So now, you know, the kids program, we started a swim lesson program where, you know, we're trying to expand our kids programs and, and all of that can happen because we focus on doing CrossFit really, really, really well. Um, and that's, I guess that's where it starts. And I guess that's what our challenge was. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. No, it's like having this, I mean, you have to have a good foundation before you can really, you know, build the rest of the house. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the team that we have is just so amazing. And that's, and that's the thing, like as, as any leader of any, you know, organization, Aaron and I, like, like we can only do so much if it was just us too. Like we, we could only, you know, connect with so many people. We could only change so many people's lives. And so, you know, it really is the team, you know, whether it's our full-time coaches, our, you know, hourly coaches, our, you know, like anyone who's, who's connected into Old City in any capacity is so vital to the mission. And that's the one thing that we try to, you know, communicate. Like when, when the gym, when the gym first started, I, I saw my mission as like giving everything I had to every single person who came in the gym, like teach them how to squat crate, teach them about mobility, teach them about nutrition, teach everybody about everything. And now that, you know, like, Aaron and I are sort of growing up in the, in the gym, you know, I still give everything I have to the members, but now I also have to look at the, the team, like our staff, you know, uh, man, am I giving everything I can to our coaches? Am I letting them grow and expand in responsibilities and in position and going in the directions that they want to go into or, or am I not? And so I think a lot of times when businesses grow, the focus of the ownership or whatever stays on the, the members, which is great, but at some point, you need to delegate that, and you need to make sure that the the staff that you're bringing in, you know, connects with the with the members as passionately as you do, and teach them how to do that, or you know, bring in people who naturally do that. 
And then your focus needs to become on, you know, become in making their lives as, as badass as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's kind of where we're at now. You know, we, we have, we have an awesome team, you know, like a lot of my family, my mom, my mom is amazing. She's been running our, our admin email account basically since we opened and there's like there's no better person to run your admin account than your mom like it's amazing <laughs> like calls at 10 o'clock at night like hey what should we do about this like oh gosh this is amazing like no one cares more about your business than your mom it's awesome oh mom <laughs> way to be mom that's right <laughs> and so it's just you know it's about creating a badass team and then nurturing that team the same that you nurture your, your members and everything else and um you know it, it that's that's what we're trying to do now and that's what we're you know like you can only be as big as as your team is is awesome so um so yeah i yeah i think that was our our biggest challenge initially you know like growing too big focusing back on the basics and then focusing on growing our team Mm. and then allowing the growth of the team naturally grow to different you know avenues of business be it you know swim lessons uh, crossfit kids you know, bigger membership base, like whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's all about the team. Well, I mean, they're part of your community too. Like you said, oh. like some people get focused on members, but like the staff is, you know, just as much part of a community, if not more than the members. Yes. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're the people who, who continue to drive your community. You know, like if, if, if you're, if you're not bringing people into your team who don't identify with your mission, then I mean, your, your mission isn't going to be around for very long, you know? So, so we try to bring people in who resonate with our mission, who believe in our, our passion and our drive, and then they go out. And then it's not about doing things the way I would do it. You know, like that's what I, I try to tell the coaches and, and people that I work with. Like Aaron has her way of doing things. I have my way of doing things. It's not about doing it my way, but it's about, you know, exit, like communicating our, our mission through, through your personality, through your language, through your, you know, style. And it, and it, everyone has a little different twist to it and everyone has a little different spin to it. And that's what's amazing about it. You know, like Jen might communicate something some way. I might communicate something another way and it's going to connect and resonate to different people. And that's great. Like that's a more diverse community. And that's, that's what, we're, what we're striving for now. Well, I just think it's so cool that you, like we need to focus on our staff and we need to focus on our team because, like you said, I mean they're going to be reaching different avenues that you might not have thought to before. Like you said, your sister, your little sister is you know starting the kids program or reaching into that part of the community, and you have the endurance, you know. And I just think that that's such a good point where it's like you need to build these people so that you can reach deeper into the community that you've already started to cultivate. So, yeah, and it's about like it's about like when you have a mission, it's about connecting to as many people who resonate with that mission as possible. And so there's a lot of people who come into that mission from the CrossFit perspective, like, Oh, I want to try CrossFit. Let me connect to that mission. We run a, like a swim wide program, adult learn to swim and adult learn to swim more badassly, uh, swim wide program. And so you have kind of triathletes and just people who want to swim as fitness and they're connecting to our mission through that, through that banner. We have a yoga instructor who's just amazing and she's now a CrossFit coach. And so she's, she has this yoga flair to her who's bringing in, you know, like people to our mission who are more of a yoga perspective. And, and that's the thing, like CrossFit isn't about like must be CrossFit. Like, no, like we, we prepare you for life and there's a lot of different ways to do that. And we just want to connect to you through that. Like right now we're doing that through CrossFit, but 
you know, like through swimming or through, you know, kids or through, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it, it's, it's knowing, know thyself, it's knowing yourself first. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. So if, if an affiliate would come up to you and be like, Sean, Sean, I need some advice about, you know, building and reaching my community, about educating them about what I do, what would that piece of advice to them be? Yeah, it, it would be like, look at yourself first. Like, why, why are you opening a gym? You know, um, what, what are you passionate about? Like when you talk to people about CrossFit, what is it that you're saying? And figure out your mission, figure out your calling and start there and then clearly identify it. Like sit down with a, you know, with like file new, get a brand new blank slate, whether you're writing or typing and just start typing about what CrossFit means to you. Like what CrossFit is, what you gym, what you want your gym to be and take something that's, you know, three or four pages and try to, you know, distill it down into something that's really powerful, that represents everything that you stand for in a sentence or in an elevator speech. And, you know, in 10 seconds, try to communicate to somebody your passion and your mission and why it is that you're starting a gym. Start with that. And then let that be infused into everything that you, that you do. Like when you create your website, infuse that into you know why people should join your gym like about us what are we all about we're about this and let that be sprinkled into every single decision that you make and then you're going to create this amazing gym that is distinctly yours and that's distinctly awesome and it's going to attract people who are passionately in love with your gym and your brand and your your mission because it's yours and because you're not you're not phony you know like if i sat down and was like man i want to I want to start a gym that connects with deaf people that connects with, you know, moms in Capitol Hill and that connects with, uh, young professionals. Hmm. What should I do? I should no. Like that's, it's phony. It's fake. That's not who I am. Like I'm, I have to be myself. That's it. Because I mean, obviously like hopefully you can hear like the passion I have for this and the passion I have for my gym and my life and for everything that I'm doing that only comes from authenticity, you know? So you have to be yourself. You have to be passionate about what you're doing and through that passion, people will connect. Or people will say, like, I get it, see where you're coming from, but I gotta go somewhere else because that's not for me. Sweet, bro. High five. Good luck. You know, like when you make the regionals, I'm gonna be cheering for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, no, yeah. I think you like authenticity, like that's the word is that, and people will know if you're not being authentic. And if you try to, I mean, if people try to hide that, like, oh, I am being authentic, but people know deep down, we all pick up on whether someone's being genuine or not. Yeah. And you pick up on it so quickly, so quickly. I mean, it's crazy. Like you're like, ah, there's something I didn't like about that guy. It's probably because they were, you know, it's in some capacity of not being sincere and genuine. And, and that's the thing, you know, like I, like, you know, people are like, man, CrossFit's a cult. Like, okay, cool. Like, it's a cult of people who are amazing, awesome, healthy, and love life. Like, cool, let me join that cult, you know? Like, <laughs> like I'm not ashamed of anything about my gym. Like, I love everything about it. I love everybody in it. And it, this, is, this is what I wake up. This is what I live for. This is what I'm passionate about. And there's no, like, there's, I got nothing to hide, you know? Like, even, even the, 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 the things that I should want to hide, I, like, I, like, we are the gyms. The floor in our gym is like we we were in a really old building in DC, and the the floor was soft and started to crack the plaster, and it made this like 
this wall creature and it was like really embarrassing for a while. And then I was like, man, let me just draw some eyes on this thing and like hat. And like now it's our, our little like gym mascot. It's our little Furby creature. It looks like a little Pikachu or a SpongeBob, you know, square, whatever. And, you know, instead of being embarrassed by something, you own it. Like, yeah, this is our gym. Like our gym has plaster coming off the walls and our floors are a little soft. Well, that's just who we are. You know, like welcome. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. Like, yeah. You know, this may be our gym, but this is the gym that's going to make your life more awesome. And yeah. come on in. And so, yeah, if I were talking to a new gym owner or an old gym owner, or anybody about, you know, really, this isn't even about like starting a gym. It's about starting a business. Like start with your passion. And if and if if you're not ready to live this and breathe this and sleep on this and like, you know, you quit your job to work 20 hour days sometimes like that's <laughs> You've, you've got to be fired up about it. You've got to be passionate about it. And it's not, you know, I guess the thing that I struggled with early on was like, oh man, like I, I quit my job and, and I, I started this business with my sister and, and I still don't like answering emails for five hours a day. Like, no, there's part of your job that, that really sucks. Like, I don't think anyone is ever going to enjoy like steam cleaning a gym floor or, you know, like, like, I don't know, answering 500 emails like no one's ever going to enjoy that but when it's your passion when it's your baby when it's connected to a higher calling it becomes something that you, that you do and that you knock out because you see what it's for you see what it is that you're building and you see what it is that you're that your calling is and so if you're going to start a business if you're trying to you know like start a gym or do anything else find your passion and build your gym around that because everybody has a passion somewhere buried deep inside. Like, especially if you're considering about starting a gym, like there's a reason for it. Like maybe you're just passionately in love with, you know, training and getting the maximal output out of people and create a gym that, that does that, you know, like, I don't know. That's, that's what I would advise. And it's worked for us, you know, and, or so far, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cross your fingers. I know, but I think it's cool. I mean, you can hear the passion in your voice. I mean, like you said, it's authentic. And I think that's what's important. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Sean, I mean, that's that's all I have for you. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, I mean, I think I, I, think I said everything. Yeah, um, I think you love your gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope so. Yeah, so. it yeah. definitely sounds like it. So, And it just sounds like you guys are just growing and building and working on your community and that's all you can do so yeah cool if y'all are ever in the dc area swing by we're on uh, we're northeast dc eight blocks from the capital swing by come check us out grab a workout or just swing by and say hi (laughs) yeah why not why not connect with people in the the community so awesome well sean thank you so much for um joining us today and taking the time to just share your story and your community with everybody yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me talk. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't boring. <laughs>